0: Hello, and welcome back to SAT Time. I'm Chloe.
1: And I'm Elizabeth. We are so excited to be back from our break after the end of season one. We, you probably saw, we didn't post for a couple weeks. We took a couple weeks off for the winter holidays, Christmas, the new year, all of that. Um, but we are back for season two. Super exciting. Um, and hopefully we'll be on a regular schedule for this upcoming season and the upcoming year. But today we are drinking strawberry matcha bubble tea, um, you, if you've been listening to all of our episodes, you've probably noticed we have had this before. This is honestly, it's my favorite. Is it your favorite mm-hmm. tea? Yeah, totally. Um, so if you want to check out the recipe, make sure to follow us on Instagram at SAT Time. And then as always, you can follow and rate our podcast
0: on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Yeah, and so our topic today is our takeaways from our first semester of junior year. Um, this Tuesday, we will officially be starting our second semester, which is very exciting. But we just thought this would be a good time, along with the New Year's, to reflect about last year and our first semester of our junior year. So we'll be talking about what we've learned, um, how we discovered it, and more. Yeah, totally. So my first takeaway, I feel like I've
1: heard this all my life, but it really started to cement um, and was kind of like, a necessity for me to believe for like the sake of my mental health was that you will end up right where you need to be um, I think this is a really important quote and I hadn't really realized the gravity that this carried before um, junior year I know I mean a lot of people are having so much stress and so many um, burdens that they haven't experienced before such as I mean five pounds of homework every night studying for the SAT the ACT um, also trying to do things like extracurriculars and all of that stuff to um, kind of stay well-rounded and um, keep yourself afloat but I think it's really important just to realize that whatever you're doing is enough and you will end up right where you need to be if you're not doing so hot in a class if you don't get into a college that specializes in science if you're not doing so hot in science then maybe that was meant to be if you do get into a college that is specializing in art and you really love art again like meant to be you just you really need to trust the process and that's what I've been trying to do um it's definitely difficult sometimes to kind of let go of that control but I think it's super necessary for the sake of your mental health I know that I sometimes obsess about grades and stuff like that but it's just really important to know that there's more more to life than that and you need to not focus so much. When I say you I'm really talking to myself but I'm sure a lot of people are going through this as well but just to trust the process and know that you're gonna end up where you need to be.
0: Yeah kind of like what Elizabeth was saying I've discovered that a lot of people, especially in their junior and senior year, they just really stress about everything. And a lot of it has to do with colleges, colleges, internships, job positions. It's a very big time for a lot of students. And so let's say you do, you get a C or something on a quiz or a test or even homework. Initially, a lot of students are going to feel stressed. But what I recommend and what has helped me, instead of getting stressed and just worrying, say, okay, that happened. It's okay. Okay. But what can I do in the future? Can you study more? Can you attend tutoring? Have you been studying the wrong way? Do you need to find another study strategy? Ask yourself these questions before getting stressed. Um, It's really good for your mental health. And it's also a better way to approach the stress of junior and senior year. So my first takeaway is that junior year is filled with stress. And that's kind of just obvious um, it's a very stressful time. You're looking at colleges, figuring out which ones you want to apply to. You're studying for the SAT, which a lot of people until they get to college call it the biggest test of their lives. Um, but it's a really stressful time. You're trying to get your grades right, you're trying to make connections with teachers, balance friends, your lives, maybe get a job. It's a very very stressful year and I understand that. Um, but what I found and what's helped me is trying not to do everything. I still want to have an hour or two of free time every night. I still want to be able to spend time with my family on weekends. I want to be able to go over to Elizabeth's or something. It's about balance. And so if you can find time to study, do your homework, do everything you need to get prepared, get ahead, but also find time to do the things you love and to relax, that's really going to help you in the long run. And so I recommend trying not to overburden yourself. Do your best, but don't overwork it you don't have to be perfect
1: yeah I 100% agree with that Um, another takeaway of mine that I've recently um, kind of learned and learned to appreciate is it sounds so simple Um, again I've heard it so many times but I think it really started to um, become apparent that you really need to do this and that's just to do what you love in your spare time I recently went on VolunteerMatch.org, which is such a helpful website. I would totally recommend it. It's kind of like a dating app for volunteer opportunities. But I was hoping to find like an online volunteer opportunity for um, something media or social media or film related. Um, and I applied to a couple and just the perfect opportunity um, kind of landed in my lap, and so in my spare time, I look forward to volunteering, I look forward to helping this organization um, with their social media, and that's something that I'm really passionate about, and I have recently come to appreciate, is to just do what you love, do something um, meaningful to you in your spare time, and it won't feel like work, it won't feel like, um, I know I've kind of become accustomed to you know, equating volunteering to working, but it really doesn't feel like it when you find something you love. Um, and that doesn't even mean volunteering in your spare time. If you have a hobby, if you love to skateboard, do it. It'll just help you so much in the long run in terms of your mental health. Um, and if you can find something that is meaningful to you, that's, that's awesome too. And that's just an added bonus. So I've definitely come to appreciate to Do what you love, and um, that'll definitely add a lot of meaning to your life.
0: Yeah, and so I'm going to go a bit more specific into my next takeaway, which is build relationships with your teachers. And this is something I didn't really do much of first semester. Um, But right before break, the week before holiday break, I talked to my AP English teacher, and I asked him when he usually likes getting requests for college recommendation letters and he said he likes them at the end of junior year. So at the end of this year, he likes when students request letters because he said that over the summer he has more time, whereas the start of the school year is a busy time and he might not have time, or if he does have time, he might not be able to write an in-depth letter or as good a one as he and you might want. So my advice is build relationships with your teachers because they might want you to ask them for a recommendation letter as soon as at the end of junior year. These are the teachers that will most likely be writing your letters. Colleges in general, Elizabeth and I have looked at a few websites, want a teacher recommendation letter from somebody who knows you well, typically a teacher from your sophomore or junior year. Senior year, you just really haven't had that much time with them. Two months, two, three months at most. So this is really your time to forge relationships with teachers. Show them what a good student you are. Get to know them have them get to know you um, so when the time comes to ask them for a recommendation letter you can be very confident and assured that that letter will be good a good reflection of you and that your teacher will have no problem and maybe even be excited to write you a letter maybe they just think you're an awesome student so don't assume that you're going to get a good letter if you just go to class every day assume that you'll get a good letter when you start forging relationships, try your hardest in the class and have good communication with your teacher. That's my one of my biggest takeaways from junior year and getting into college.
1: For sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so my final takeaway is to experiment, experiment with time blocking. Um, everyone has different times of the day or the night that they feel most productive and um, most called to do their schoolwork or whatever they need to do um and experiment with that last year I tried working out in the morning did that for about a week hated it have never done it since. So now I'm trying to do my volunteer work in the morning. Wake up like half an hour earlier, just sit in bed and do my volunteer work. And that's been working out really well. So just try and experiment to optimize your time during the day. Maybe you're like me, you want to do schoolwork at night and then focus on more of the extracurriculars or whatever else you have in the morning, or maybe you want to go to sleep early and then wake up at 5 a.m. and do your homework. That's your prerogative. Not my style, but I mean, all the power to you. So yeah, that's just something that I have recently um, been experimenting with, and it's really interesting just to see um, how that can shape your entire day if you kind of craft it and mold it how you want your optimal schedule to be. Um, and it can really help kind of increase productivity and just general enjoyment. I know I love sitting down at my desk with a cup of hot chocolate or bubble tea and just cracking down on some homework at like 10 p.m. But um, obviously, that's not that's not it for some people. And I totally understand that. And I think that it's really important just to discover what you like and what is best for you. So that's been something um, super helpful and interesting
0: that I've just been experimenting with lately. Yeah, so that's all the time we have today. But thank you so much. We're really excited about this season. You know this is the first podcast Elizabeth and I have ever done and so the first season was really some trial trial and error for us. So we really appreciate all the people who took a chance on us and are still here and we're really looking forward to some new expansions and some exciting stuff that's yet to come. Please stay tuned. And as always, you can find recipes, information, and more on our Instagram at SAT time. And you can find us on Anchor, Apple, and Spotify. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next week.